This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is sponsored by Podcorn. What is Podcorn? Well, are you a podcaster? If you are, you do it for fun. You also maybe want to make some money doing it. The tough part is finding sponsors. And if you've done a podcast, you know that can be interesting. Podcorn's making it easy, and I found it easy by using Podcorn. It's a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. Podcorn, there's no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform. I did it. Set their own rates. I did it. And collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. I'm doing that right now. Click the link in my show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities today. Podcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie Brown is doing the chop, baby. Oh, no. What is this, 1984? I just rambled for 20 minutes and deleted it. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello? What day is it? I mean, whenever you're listening to this is what day it is. I'm asking myself what day it is. From the Dyer Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia. The Dyer Prime Pantry feels like it's getting smaller. But that doesn't make sense, right? Rooms don't change sizes. Most likely, instead of the Dyer Prime Pantry getting smaller, I think I'm getting larger. Because I'm comfort eating and just eating poorly in general. I'm a nervous person. From the Dyer Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia, this is unreasonable doubt. You know, I might be putting on the, uh, I don't know if anybody's done this yet. Uh, I think I'm going to put on the, the Quarren 15. Or what, what works there? The the quarantine 15 or the quarantine 15. I don't know. I don't know. This is Unreasonable Doubt as a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Off-season episode two. I was going to have an interview for this episode, and that's not going to happen. And I'll explain. <laughs> I'll explain in final thoughts. Follow me on Instagram at Unreasonable Doubt WV, Twitter, tweeting on Twitter. Find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know, the Facebook page for Unreasonable Doubt exists. It's available. Find it, hit the blue thumb, follow the podcast there. Unreasonable Doubt merchandise. Click the link in the show notes. Hey, Josh, what are you talking about? Show notes. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, there's a description or show notes. There's some words there. Some of the words are a link to the podcast merchandise page. Check it out. So the world has changed quite a bit in two weeks. And by world, I mean the United States. And I mean, I don't know what to say. I don't know 
I don't think any of this is funny. I mean, you know, I, I'm a real stick in the mud. I'm just saying I don't know what's funny about this stuff, about what's going on. Changing the subject, Bob Huggins told a college basketball insider, John Rothstein, I think that's his name, uh, Bob Huggins told him that he expected Oscar Shibway and Derek Culver to return next season. So that's good news, right? For WVU basketball. Hopefully it exists next year. I think it will be. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that college basketball will exist next season. And so for selfishly, for WVU, that's great if Oscar and Derek will be on the team. I haven't heard anything specifically from Oscar Shibway or Derek Culver confirming that. But I don't know why Huggins would lie or say say something that wasn't true. I think the report is he expected them to be back. So take that for what it's worth. I'm taking that as they're coming back. And I'm excited about that. And so that's great news for next season. Definitely increases the expectations. The third year of Derek Culver. The second year for Oscar Shibway. That's exciting. This same guy, this John Rothstein, uh, there's not a lot to talk about in sports right now. And not that this is something that doesn't happen in other seasons, but this guy has come up with his 2020-2021 rankings. Oof. 2020-2021. Oh, that's so much. So many words. So many syllables. He has WVU at number 19, which is, that makes sense. They ended in the top 25 this year, only loses one starter. So that makes sense, right? Here's what's interesting, because he puts information of who he thinks the starters are going to be, and he's got Deuce starting next season, which is a, a natural progression for Deuce to be in the starting lineup. But he. The other the other guard that he has starting is a guy that's not on the roster yet. Junior college guy. Kedrian? Oh, this is terrible. This is another name I'm not... And this is a me problem. It's not their problem that I can't pronounce their name. Kedrian? Kedrian. Johnson. I know his last name is Johnson. Anyways, he's a really good junior college player. He'll be on the team next year, and this John Rothstein has him predicted to be in the starting lineup. Like he's that good. He's six foot four, point guard, but he can play like Deuce. He can play uh, off the ball as well. And he played at junior college in Texas. He has two years of eligibility. So I just thought that was interesting because, uh, you know, our friend Jordan McCabe has been in the starting lineup pretty much all last year and the last 10 games of the previous season. So he's got him taking taking McCabe out of the starting lineup. But he doesn't know. John Rothstein doesn't know. That's his that's his guess in March of 2020. <laughs> for what that's worth. But let's think about it's way too early to think about it, but what else are we going to think about besides sadness? 
I don't want to do that to you. You're losing one starter in Jermaine Haley, three bench players. Chase and Logan graduated. Brandon Knapper hit the portal of transfers. You have Jalen Bridges, who was always ready to play last season, had his jersey on, put me in coach. He redshirted. So he'll be playing games. He'll have his jersey on again this coming season, but he'll actually get in the game. And I could see him playing a similar role as Emmett Matthews, like a true Emmett Matthews backup, which is good. And then, so you add him. Then you keep everybody else that was on the team last year besides those guys I said that were leaving, which is great, more experience. You add this guy that John Rothstein is, says, says is going to start from junior college. We got two other freshmen coming in, a six foot eight guy from Huntington Prep. His name is Isaiah Cottrell. And a six foot six guy from New Jersey. His name is Taj Thweet. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying his name right. I mean, have you watched this Tiger King? Oh my gosh. Listen, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's seven episodes of crazy and mostly terrible people, in my humble opinion. But uh, let's calm down. This is not the best. This is not the best uh, Netflix limited series. I roll with Wild Wild Country. That's my favorite. One could argue. But uh, (laughs) Tiger King is sweeping the nation. That's happening. And this is a new world. It's a world where everybody's watching Tiger King. Huggins can add somebody else. With Napper gone, somebody can be added to the roster. And there's there's rumors of him bringing in a grad transfer from Radford. Maybe another junior college guy. I don't know what happened to Ethan Richardson last year, but maybe he's available. We could pick him up. And so when you look at everything that's coming back, only two seniors, Taz and Gabe, five juniors with Johnson, only two sophomores, three freshmen, including a redshirt freshman and Jalen Bridges, and Spencer Mackey. Spencer Mackey does not, he'll be a sophomore, but he's a walk-on, and he, okay, so let's say that's that's three sophomores, all right? I didn't know whether to put Spencer Mackey as a sophomore or some kind of mythical creature that doesn't have a class, you know? Like, he's just Spencer Mackey. One can make the argument that Spencer Mackey is just Spencer Mackey. You know, that's just Spencer being Spencer, all right? But this the 2020-2021 team, <laughs> I hate saying that out loud, more experience than this team. Oscar, back. Culver, back. Deuce, back. Everybody's going to have at least a year under their belt outside of the new guys. Spencer Mackey will be back. What I'm saying is, even with this guy's ranking of 19, WVU is going to have expectations next year. 
And this team will have a preseason ranking. And what's crazy is that this team will still be probably picked at the highest third in the Big 12 because Kansas is Kansas and Baylor pretty much brings everybody back. So I don't know what you do there other than that is what it is. Shaka Smart's coming back. So I think that's good news. I don't know. It's way too early to get into the weeds on this, but in random thoughts, we're going to break down the non-conference season schedule. So come back for random thoughts. Dire Prime is a lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. Dire Prime, they are a full-service graphic shop. I get the question all the time. Hey, Josh, I've heard about Dire Prime. Half-service graphic shop? And I have to say, you don't listen, do you? And I try not to be combative, but it's like, hey, they're a full-service graphic shop. And then somebody will come up and say, that Dire Prime quarter-service graphic shop? I'm like... Get out of town with that. They're a full-service graphic shop. You have a design. Give it to them. They'll put it on something. Or, hey, I need a design. Then they'll create a design and then put it on something. On a t-shirt. On a sweatshirt. They'll embroider. Call or text them to find out more how Dyer Prime can help you with a full-service graphic shop capability. Or capabilities. 304-767-4445. You can call or text them there. DyerPrime.com. D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram at DyerPrime. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Let's talk about the non-conference schedule is out. It came out since the last podcast. Let's take a look at who WVU is playing. There are still a couple of unknowns. Well, actually, more than two. First of all, West Virginia plays a Big East team, but we don't know where and who it'll be. But it'll be in 2020. Then West Virginia will play in the Big 12 SEC Challenge. We don't know who they're going to play. Also, we don't know who we're going to play in in the games that are outside of the country. West Virginia likes to play games outside of the country. Next year... They'll be playing in the Bahamas, and they'll be playing in a tournament called the Bad Boy Mowers Battle for Atlantis. So it's going to be a real battle in Atlantis, which is actually the Bahamas. And it's a strong, it's a strong tournament lineup. It's West Virginia. It's Duke. You know, you've heard of Duke. I watched WVU play Duke, not the Final Four game, but the one where (laughs) my hero Cam Thurman tried to run over a guy from Duke in a very malicious way, but it was deserved and started the legend of Cam Thurman. I enjoyed that very much. Cam Thurman was only in that game because Deshaun and Wellington Smith had four fouls. Huggins put in in Cam Thurman in the second half. Cam Thurman, I play. He played respectable. He got beat a couple of times, but you know he's he's freshman Cam Thurman. Anyway, that Duke, Ohio State, that West Virginia beat in Columbus this year. 
Creighton, a very good Big East team that brings a lot of their guys back. Wichita State, who West Virginia played last year. Utah, the Utes. Last time played, last time WVU played Utah was in the NCAA tournament in 1998. Gail Catless team, after beating Bob Huggins' Cincinnati team, played Utah and, and played them close but lost. Texas A&M. West Virginia's played Texas A&M under Bob Huggins. One time it was uh, in Germany. And then the eighth team is Memphis. And I don't know anybody on Memphis except for their head coach, Penny Hardaway, who had great Nike commercials and shoes back in the 90s. But I think he's doing pretty good at Memphis, right? They got a, they're trying to beat TCU for dumbest court design. Google Memphis court design and see what I'm talking about. It's, it's funky. But that's an impressive lineup. I don't know who WVU is going to play of those seven teams. But let's break it down. Season opener. We've had some tough season openers the last couple of seasons. This year, a little bit easier on paper. Fairly Dickinson. Are you familiar with Fairly Dickinson? I am not. My limited research, experienced bad team. And they are the Knights, but they're not the medieval time Knights. They're the chess piece Knights. Which is kind of which is kind of nerdy, but I kind of like it. Next game, home versus Pitt, backyard brawl. Pitt doubled their conference wins this season compared to last season, and most of their guys are back except for that Murphy guy. He graduated and is gonna go to another school. That guy likes to play it. You can't hold Ryan Murphy down, or whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> His last name is Murphy. Uh, Champagne's going to be back. All those guys. Then, home versus Stony Brook. Stony Brook. They'll be competing for an American East title for what that's worth. They only lost one senior. Then West Virginia plays at home against Bowling Green. What do we know about Bowling Green? Not much. They're in the MAC. Know that. Dan Dockett used to coach them back in the 90s. That happened or the 2000s, whatever. Uh, but apparently, in my limited research, a top-tier MAC team with most of their scoring back. Then West Virginia goes out of the country and plays three games in the Bahamas against whoever. Then they come back and play a Big East team in the Big East Big 12 challenge that lasts a month. Most likely, it'll be a home game because last year they went to Madison Square Garden to play St. John's. The next game, home versus Robert Morris. Robert Morris, a top-tier Northeastern Conference team, as you're well aware. Also, team outside of Pittsburgh. Also, I think Western Virginia played Robert Morris in the first round of the NCAA tournament the year they went to the Final Four. All right. Then, neutral site. West Virginia it feels like it, they are obligated to play a game every year in either Madison Square Garden or in Brooklyn. So this coming season, it'll be Brooklyn, and they're playing Purdue. My good friend Jamie Eads 
got me <laughs> got me hip to the term perdont. <laughs> I love that. And Jamie is a Notre Dame fan, so Notre Dame is, and Purdue has a history. Perdont. Perdont this year, they were 24th. They ended up 24th in the Ken Palm rankings with a 16 and 15 record. So Ken Pomeroy's computer said, yeah, no, they won one more game than they lost, but this team is really good. And they have a seven foot three guy that looks like the guy that killed Apollo Creed in Rocky Four. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen Rocky Four, but that guy is on Perdon. Then West Virginia comes back home to play Youngstown State. Youngstown State, their top four leading scorers are coming back. And that, that was a team, as you remember, you didn't see it, but we heard it, that they hung up with WVU in Youngstown. Then West Virginia, the last game of 2020, they play home versus Miami. Not that Miami. <laughs> the Miami above us. The Ohio Miami. Wally Zerbiak, Miami. You remember Wally Zerbiak, Miami? He was getting it done. He, two years straight, he averaged 24 points a game at that Miami. 2020 Miami, not very good. So that's probably record-wise, besides Fairleigh Dickinson, the worst record that West Virginia is going to play uh, next year. And then, of course, the SEC team, That'll be in the middle of the Big 12 conference schedule, and it'll be most likely away because West Virginia played home against Missouri. So they typically switch those up. So tough schedule. I think West Virginia played Perdont a couple of years ago in the secret scrimmage. I mean, that that Atlantis tournament, that could be brutal. Or it could be okay. Who knows? I don't know. Do you know? It's March of 2020. We're so far away from the 2020-2021 season. <laughs> it's kind of growing on me saying 2020-2021. <clears throat> Final thoughts coming up. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. As I mentioned earlier, I had an interview set up for this episode that I will not play for you. You know, last year, I don't know if you enjoyed it. I enjoyed talking with my father. And that's that episode is available. Kind of where I got my fandom from, how my sports love. And so, you know, I was like, all right, maybe I should have a family member on every year. So the logical step from my father being on the podcast is my mother. So I invited my mother to be on the podcast. So what? And of course, my mother's question. And my mother's very wise. And she's like, Josh, what are we going to talk about on your sports podcast? 
I was like, well, you're you're married. I know you don't like sports, mom, but you you've been married to a sports fan. You've got to have I've seen you be competitive playing sports and like you played on your softball team with uh, your the company you work for. I've seen you get into sports, like participating in them. So maybe, you know, I don't know. I learned some things from talking to dad last year. So maybe I learned some things talking to mom. <clears throat> I did not learn much. <laughs> My questions were geared towards sports and I thought some of it would be fun because knowing that my mother does not care about sports that much maybe she'd surprise me with something or it'd be funny if she just you know kind of quizzing her on who's your favorite basketball player who's your favorite WVU player and you know maybe like somebody who's you know hey mom who's your favorite basketball player oh I like um I like Tim Tebow you know like I thought maybe some fun would come from that. What happened? And it was a 19-minute conversation that I thoroughly enjoyed. <laughs> but let me play you an excerpt of why it's. I'm not going to play that interview in entirety. Your favorite WVU sports player of all time. It could be football, basketball. Who's who's your who's your guy? I actually don't have one. I mean, I, it's, it, I mean, but you said Jerry West, Mom, so I guess Jerry West, by default, would be your guy, right? No. <laughs> it was 19 minutes of that. And, this, you know, some of this is... Obviously, some of that's on, on me, knowing your teammate, knowing your... <laughs> Knowing your parent. And the warning signs were there, you know? But I pushed forward. Again, I I really enjoyed the 19 minutes of talking with my mother uh, in, a, in a recorded conversation. For strangers, uh, boring. And my mother and I both agreed that it was boring. So uh, thank you, Mom, for joining me. <laughs> Not on the podcast. <laughs> ah, fun. More interviews to come, and maybe I'll get to play them. Maybe it'll be <laughs> something I don't scrap. First scrapped interview. So that's that's something. All right. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Google Podcasts. Tune in. I mean, like, you should tune in to the podcast, but also you can listen on the TuneIn app. Gasbox. Subscribe to the podcast. Stay safe out there. Use common sense. Uh, stick, you know, stay healthy. Do all the things. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2019-2020 season. They were, I don't even know now. I think 21 wins and 10 losses. But hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Was I right?
Yes! 21 wins, 10 losses. <laughs>